Dear listeners, it's time once again to unleash the fury of Trapple's mailbag. That's, That's right. right. We are reaching into Trapo's mailbag. Now, this is what you would call a light week. We're okay with that at this point. We have uh, a handful of comments to read from the official Trapo blog. That's traposhow.blogspot.com. And no emails, because apparently nobody sends emails anymore, by the Emails way. don't work. DickBlued69. Fine. Trapposhow gmail.com. Nothing. Anyways, we got comments, people. We're going to start off with a comment. This is actually a reply to a comment from King Shark on the album exchange Jimi Hendrix and Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's post. A reply to King Shark. Now, you may remember King Shark was asking us to review Miles Davis's Bitches Brew, but (laughs) I do not. Our commenter is returning champion Anonymous. I know. Anonymous says, With Bitches Brew, I think the cocaine caught up with Miles. Most will disagree, but that album sounds really dated to me. I've always preferred Kind of Blue and much of his earlier stuff. Miles Davis and Iggy Pop were friends, and they would snort mountains of coke together. Not sure what that has to do with anything, but there you have it. Well, thank you very much the comment anonymous i do not recall hearing stories about miles davis doing cocaine with iggy pop but now that's all i'm thinking about i wish i was at that party that would have been something to behold for sure those two getting fucking blowed out their minds our next listener comment comes from the episode trapo's mailbag number eight and our commenter is i think new commenter the rumble i don't know what that means but it makes me Makes you feel okay. The Rumble says, Have you guys ever heard of Starcrawler? I don't know what the fuck is up with this band. The lead singer looks like an insect and writhes around like a crazy person when she sings. The songs have weird titles like Chicken Woman or Pussy Tower. And the lyrics, when you can actually understand them, are just bizarre. But the actual music is so straightforward and normal that it throws me for a loop. I don't know what this stuff is. I can't figure them out. They have a sort of punk grunge aesthetic, but there's something unhinged about the lead singer. I can't tell if she's just deep into her character or maybe she's actually crazy. There's something almost dangerous about this band and I can't tell if that's just me and I'm reading too much into this or is Starcrawler a genuinely subversive and challenging musical act? Are they tryhards or the real deal? Well, the rumble, I have not listened to Starcrawler so I cannot tell you but I'm interested to find out about Chicken Woman and Pussy Tower. I I have. I have listened to Starcrawler. Oh, I'm not surprised. The lead singer's name is Arrow DeWild. I don't know what to say about Starcrawler. If you watch a live performance from Starcrawler, I think Arrow DeWild does present herself as being unhinged in her performances. She's completely committed to what she's doing musically. I mean, their first album is self-titled. It's called Starcrawler. They have a second album called Devour You, I think. I've heard both of them. Yeah, Starcrawler's music is fucking nuts. I mean, the music itself, like the melodies, the beats, it's very kind of straightforward, almost like alt-rock. But there's something about the way Arrow DeWild performs as a lead singer. She's on a completely different level. She's out of her mind in like the best possible way. I don't know if it's just some kind of edgelord tryhard thing. I really don't think so. I think that's just the way she is as a performer. She's kind of balls to the wall. That's really interesting. I think 
is the real yeah. deal. Starcrawler is a very interesting band. And we also have a reply to that comment. You want to read the reply? We have a reply to uh, the Rumble's comment from One Bit. One Bit says, Thunder Pussy is pretty similar to Starcrawler in a lot of ways. In your face music that pushes buttons, pretty cool stuff. Well, first off, thank you for your comment, The Rumble. I don't know if we said that. One you too, bit. One Bit. Yeah, One Bit, your comment. Is Thunder Pussy like Starcrawler? No, not at all. I have to sincerely disagree here with one bit. I've heard of Thunder Pussy. This is the thing that gets me about Thunder Pussy. You listen to the name Thunder Pussy, and you may be expecting something. And then you hear the music that Thunder Pussy creates. I- I'm not saying anything bad against their music. But the thing is, it's pretty straightforward hard rock. And it's not bad at all. Their music yeah. is not bad. The most memorable thing about Thunder Pussy is their name. The music is fine. It's not bad, but it's never great. Decent rock and roll. But you would expect a band called Thunder Pussy to push the envelope a little bit. And that's why I have to... I have to throw out Mannequin Pussy, honestly, as a band that is... Thunder Pussy Britney Howard? I don't think so. Let let me look him up real quick, just to make sure. No. Molly Sides, Whitney Perry, Leah Julius, and Lindsay Elias. No. The difference between Thunder Pussy and Starcrawler is that Thunder Pussy is an all-woman band. Starcrawler has a front woman in Arrow to Wild. But Mannequin Pussy is an all-woman band. And their music is definitely more of a kind with Starcrawler than with Thunder Pussy. Mannequin Pussy is very in-your-face, very provocative, and very loud and brash. Thunder Pussy is just rock and roll. I hear a band named Thunder Pussy. I'm like, no, here comes some awesome music. And then it's just okay. <laughs> right. Mannequin when Pussy you, is shit you're not going to When you go with the name like Thunder Pussy, you better be bringing whatever the fuck it is you're bringing. And you better be bringing it hard. And if you come in and it's like, that shit ain't going to work. You got to bring it wild. You don't pick a name like Thunder Pussy and then go medium. You pick a name like Thunder Pussy and you go fucking all in. That is not some shit you just idly pick because, I don't know, that's kind of cool. Maybe we'll pick that one. And if it is, you're doing shit wrong. The music they're making is just... It's good. That's it. Whereas Mannequin Pussy, maybe as far as musicianship goes, they're not incredibly accomplished, but they're so enthusiastic. They're trying so hard to push boundaries that you remember what they're doing. Mannequin Pussy is a very interesting band. Thunder Pussy... Great name, mediocre result. I was very much looking forward to listening to Thunder Pussy's music, and then I heard it, and I felt like an asshole, basically. Whereas Mannequin Pussy, that's it. That's where it's at. Mannequin Pussy and Starcrawler should tour together. Yeah, one bit, I think you're way off. I don't mean to come down on you, but Thunder Pussy is not like Starcrawler. I'm sorry, they're not similar. Not really. But thank you for a comment anyways. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously, thank you for your comment. I don't want to come down on you one bit. One bit? Is that just one pixel? Our next comment is also on Frappo's Mailbag, number eight. And it is from returning champion Anonymous. Anonymous writes, Would Trappo ever consider discussing a comic book? Or maybe you could do a regular book club thing. That would be cool. There's a lot of cool comics out there. New and old stuff that you could cover. You know what? 
anonymous indeed we have read lots of comics and we have discussed this we were maybe going to do a neil gaiman comic or something along those lines that uh lots of people could have access to but uh, we just haven't got there because we've decided trapo is never going to be one thing we can go anywhere we want it may be two years before we finally get into a comic book but we'll do it eventually one comic book or maybe graphic novel i would like to tackle is the crow by james Obar. yeah because you sent me a copy for your birthday right yeah we could do the crow the graphic novel and maybe we could do kind of a compare contrast with the movie movie. adaptation we could do that i'd be down we did talk about doing individual issues or maybe even a story arc from neil gaiman's the sandman at some point that was about as far as it got we could tackle that at some point in the future but yeah there are certain comic books we've talked about in the past that we might want to revisit if one does happen in the near future it will will probably be the crow that will probably be the first there's a lot going on under the hood of the crow that a lot of people especially modern audiences may not know about that would be interesting to kind of dissect i don't know fondling paper tits paper tits don't fucking (laughs) get me started paper tits yeah i've been thinking about that for days send me some pictures man all right well we got got more comments yeah we got some comments on the uh dear listeners on the uh Nilla Friyanya and Christabel album exchange episode. The first of which is from Anonymous and is in fact a reply to a comment from Anonymous. So maybe it's Anonymous off his meds talking to him or herself. But Anonymous says in reply, I'm loving these wild extrapolations on the music. This episode was super impactful and catapulted me down a few fascinating rabbit holes. I really enjoyed it. Wonderful news to hear, Anonymous. I'm so thankful that you were picking up what I was laying down, which apparently your friend Anonymous was not feeling. All I'm going to say is that I really was passionate about Midnight Star and about the way I was trying to break it down. I didn't just make anything up whole class. Thank you for the comment, Anonymous. Appreciate your feedback. We both do. There's a few more comments. One of them is from Moloch the Unclean, which I love. We have an Archduke of Hell commenting on our blog now, Kai. So, I mean, you might want to wear like a tie or something. Our friend, <laughs> new friend Moloch the Unclean writes, I thought this episode was decent. It wasn't too long and it never really felt long. And I really like both the artists you're highlighting. I wasn't familiar with Nilfri Yanyam before, but I've listened to Painless a few times now and it's solid stuff Midnight Star is killer electro pop with a lot going on under the hood. I disagree with the commenter above who thinks you're reading too much into the music, since basically all of the stuff you mentioned in the episode is in the music itself. Christabel doesn't explicitly mention the concepts of Brahman or the Bodhisattva or the collective unconscious by name, but if you pay attention to the lyrics, it's all right there. It's a far out concept, but Christabel's a far out artist and Midnight Star signals that she's growing and evolving as both an artist and as a human being keep on trucking trapo we will yes. keep on trucking mullet with the unclean thank you for the comment uh sir uh lord 
uh, Moloch the Unclean. I don't know. That's a great name. And uh, our next comment is from Fur Hours. Literally, F U R, Fur Hours. I don't know what the Weird okay. and hilarious. I don't know. Fur Hours says, I heard Midnight Star before I listened to the podcast. I wasn't prepared to hear somebody name drop stuff like Brahmin or Bodhisattvas in reference to this music. I didn't really see it at first, but I re listened to the record based on your recommended track order, and I'm pretty sure you're onto something. Is it overanalyzing? I don't know. I don't think so. It's really cool to think about either way. Why can't Midnight Star be out there somewhere, spreading your message of love and unity throughout time and space? I like being confronted with concepts I'm not really prepared for, stuff that kind of forces me to think outside the box for a while. Well, thank you for the comment for hours. This is a wonderful thing. You want to think about the idea that Midnight Star is out there somewhere, but guess what? She probably fucking is. That's the thing about an infinite multiverse. There are infinite possibilities, right? So guess what? Midnight Star is out there. It's been out there. Here's the coolest part. Krista Bell is out there right now. And she is Midnight Star. There you go. Maybe Midnight Star is an aspect of Krista Bell in the multiverse spreading this message. And Krista Bell in our universe is an aspect of Midnight Star spreading this message. It's happening. Right now, Midnight Star is real here and now, and her name is Krista Bell, and she's sharing this message with you. She's fucking real right now. You heard her music. You listen to it. That's Thank you it. for comment for hours. We have uh, one more comment for this evening, and that is also on Rappo's album exchange, No for Yanya and Christabel. This is a new commenter, Anonymous Meat Sack. <laughs> At least they took the time to write Meat Sack after it. That actually means a lot to me. Perfectly fine. Anonymous Meat Sack writes, Sometimes I like music that I can listen to while tripping out late at night, and that Midnight Star fits the bill for me, my dudes. I'm high as a kite and drifting through parallel universes and shit without ever leaving my couch. I even did like one of you suggested and loaded up some galaxy ambient video on YouTube while I cranked up the music and I went on a fucking trip. I don't know if I ever came back down. Part of me is still cruising through the cosmos, looking for the scattered pieces of my soul or some shit. It's a long story. Thanks, Trapo. Well, th- th- thank you, Anonymous Meat Sack. I kind of wish more people were talking about Painless, because I think that's a pretty decent album, and I don't like the idea that it's being kind of ignored here. Like, I'm glad people are interacting with Midnight Star, but I don't like the idea that people aren't really talking about Painless, because that's really good stuff, and I don't like that people aren't talking about it. Half of them actually say, look, Painless is actually good. Yeah, but are I they really, talking about I Painless? I really felt not, not as much. Right, that's my point. I want somebody to talk about painless more than saying, eh, it's pretty good, than moving on with their lives. But yeah, thank you for the comment. And uh, I don't want to be negative. I, it would have been nice to see more people talk about Painless, honestly. I thought Painless would have had more of a response than Midnight Star because I thought Midnight Star was a little too weird, almost. Yeah, maybe, I feel like maybe it would have been a little more accessible, but maybe that's why we got more comments from people who were like, no, no, this other shit it blew my fucking mind. You know, we, we can't guide what the people talk about on the, on the comments, I guess. So, I mean, whatever. I don't know. I guess I have to let that go. 
They talk about what they talk about. But yeah, we're not going to get into that right now because guess what? Yeah, Chapel's mail sack. Chapel's mailbag is uh, it's empty. There's nothing left inside. You sent us comments, and that's fine. Somebody sent us comments. Us. We don't always need to have a 47 minute episode. Chapel's mailbag was originally meant to be like a bonus episode thing. And bonus episodes really are not supposed to be that fucking long. That's why they're bonus episodes. I think this actually works in our favor. Thank you for your comments, motherfuckers. If you would like to join the conversation, we would be glad. All you have to do is go to traposhow.blogspot.com, find the post that you're choosing, comment away. And you know what? I dare you. No, Kai, don't do it. Don't do it. I dare you to send us an email at traposhow.gmail.com. It's that simple, (laughs) traposhow.gmail.com. T-R-A-P-P-O-S-H-O.com. No, at, Kai, you fucked no, up No, I keep twice. saying dot .com. You said dot .gmail. Then you said Trapple Show with no W. That's why so, I'm not Every email. time. You're fucking sending it out like Trapple Show with no dub. <laughs> Maybe they're no listening dub. to me. There's no dub. No, it, it's click, Just drill. click the link in the show notes. Yeah, click as the As long link. as you type it right. It's You've been there. typing it wrong. I type it right every time. It's T-R-A-P-P-O show. You think I don't know how to fucking type out T-R-A-P-P-O show at gmail.com? I don't know how to do that by now. I don't know how to say it, so maybe. We want an email. Send Literally. us an email. I don't want to come across like we're desperate, but we're fucking desperate. You know what? I, I dare you to send us the third photo from your photo roll. I dare you. If it's a hard dick, we'll put it on the ball. <laughs> you know what? That's fine, too. Anything. Whatever. The new Trapo logo will be a hard dick. I don't care. No, it'll wait, a, wait, wait, wait. It'll be a hard dick with a con face on it. You know, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll fucking do it. Thank you so much for listening to Trapo's Mailbag. Thank you so much for contributing to Trapo's Mailbag. And thank you so much for not sending us a fucking email. We appreciate that very much because you know how we hate emails, apparently. We've got shit going on. It's the weekend. Trapo is uh, getting ready to record a brand new episode of whatever the fuck is next. We don't we know what's next. We, we no don't know idea. what's next. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, until next time, get the fuck off the internet. That's all. That's all we got to say. Do it now. Trapo, the show that talks about stuff on purpose, is a Fenderman Incorporated production.